But let's look at um, 1 Corinthians 1, verse 9. This evening, we've been in another series, but we're, we're not going to uh, teach on that this evening. I had something specific to share related to some of the things we were talking about. But uh, 1 Corinthians 1, verse 9, <clears throat> it says, God is faithful by whom you were called into the fellowship of His Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. God is faithful. In Isaiah 49, 7, it says, Kings shall see and arise, princes also shall worship because of the Lord who is faithful, the Holy One of Israel, and He has chosen you. It says there, the Lord who is faithful. God is faithful. Hebrews 10.23, it says, Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. In Lamentations 3.22, it says, uh, Through the Lord's mercies we are not consumed, because His compassion fa compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. We serve a faithful God. He's faithful. He is true. He is steady. Uh, faithful in the, the dictionary, the Merriam-Webster's dictionary, it's uh, a couple definitions are steadfast in affection or allegiance, loyal. Steadfast in affection or allegiance. Another one is firm adherence or firm in adherence to promises or in observations of duty, conscientious. Well, of course, God supersedes any definition. These are definitions that are or toward a person, um, but they apply steadfast in allegiance. You know, God's faithful to His creation. He's faithful, period, but He's faithful to you. He's faithful to me. He, he is loyal. God will never let you down. People will let you down. God won't, ever. You know, I was talking to somebody, I believe it was you one time, we were talking about, and um, just made the comment, well, God is, I can't remember how we said it, you know, really faithful. And I, I stopped myself, I said, no, he's just faithful. He, there is no degree of faithfulness with God. He's just faithful. He's rock. I mean, the rock is not as faithful as God. It's all going to be melted. It's going to be, it's going to be changed. Uh, you know, we have... Uh, you know, up in New Hampshire, they got the old man that was in the, this, the granite hill. He's not there anymore. Over time, it eroded, and all that stuff's eroding. And so as stable and as strong as those things look, it's not concrete. You know, it, it seems really stable, but you come back 50 years later, it's eroded. Well, those things are not even in the same class as God is our Lord. He is faithful. In other words, you can go millennia, billions, trillions of years. He doesn't change one bit. He'll be the same today as he was yesterday. And so that means if he was faithful yesterday, he's just as faithful today. He doesn't change at all. And so he's loyal. He's not going to turn his back on you. Not going to turn his back on me. Uh, if we look to Him, He's not changing. 
People have a feeling, where did God go? I can't feel Him. He didn't change. He didn't go anywhere. He's steady. I mean, just right there. That's what we're talking about tonight. But if you just stopped right there and took home that thought, meditated on that, just the next several days, weeks, and just God isn't changing. So it'll, it can change the way we think. Anytime there's a thought that would be like, where's God? Well, He's the same place He always was. He hasn't changed. He is absolutely true and faithful and loyal and steady, and you can trust Him, and He will perform His Word for you just like He always has. He is not going to start failing in our life. We're not the one He's going to start breaking down on. That's not going to happen. 2023, you know, almost in 2024, is not the year He's just all of a sudden going to blow up and smoke and, oh, oh, where'd God go? I don't know. He's... Sun starts going out, everything starts creaking. That's not going to happen. He's always been. See, we cannot even fathom that. Just me saying that to you. you, you our brains are not meant to compute that. That's why people go back and go, well, there's got to be a beginning. God can't be forever. That's because our brains just don't deal with that. That doesn't mean it's not true. Well, it had to be a beginning. Well, what was before the beginning? I mean, you just can't get around it. There's what, well, there was nothing and then there's everything. Well, what was before that? I mean, when there was quote unquote nothing. Our brains can't deal with that. But God is outside all of that. He's the supreme being. And He doesn't change at all. See, we're so used to things changing. People change. You know, look at us. We we get older. You know, just celebrated 50 years a little bit ago. You know, there's a slideshow. I don't look the same as the earlier slides in that. You know, I, I it I change. You change. You just wait a little bit. Everybody around us. We're all changing. We just talked about you know concrete, rock, all that stuff changing. Landscapes change. Uh, facades of buildings change. Cars change. Phones change. Computers change. Everything changes. God does not change. That's a different concept when you think about it. Seasons change. We're going into, it's going to be snowing. And then it, snow will melt. Thank God. And then, and then we go into spring. I'm glad I don't live in Antarctica. Can you imagine? Anyway. I mean, if I'm going to have the same view all the time, I don't want it to be that one. I'll pick a different, it's got to be somewhat warm or whatever, but I, you know, I like the seasons. Anyway, things change. God doesn't change. He just, he doesn't change. He doesn't feel, he feels, I mean, God has emotion. It's clear. God was angry. It says, you know, in different places that no, God has emotion, but he's not fickle. He doesn't get in a bad mood just cause. Well, don't go in there today. He's, he's in bad mood. Just bring your prayers back tomorrow. No, God is not moody like that. He is steady. He is loyal. It says then another uh, definition, he's firm. It says firm in adherence to promises or an observance of duty. Firm in adherence to promises or an observance of duty. If you say a faithful person, that's what they do. They keep their word. They do what they're supposed to do. 
God always keeps his word. And he always does the right thing. Always. Always. There's never been one time he's failed anybody. Ever. Ever. Not one. See, we're used to, again, people that's a faithful person. And, and you can look to people. But if you look close enough, that person is not perfect. I don't care who it is. But God is perfect. His judgments are perfect. He never gets it wrong. He never does the wrong thing, never makes the wrong take, you know, it's the wrong take. Oh, I misjudged. No, he's right because he knows everything. And so he always does what he said he would do. Always. Always. He's always loyal. He always does what he said he will do. He always fulfills his part. So it's never anything that we ever deal with in our life. Uh, if something doesn't go quite right, or you know, we live in a fallen world, we, we deal with uh, people that aren't serving God, but it is never, ever, ever God that failed, ever. He never has failed. That right there, I mean, there's, there's whole realms of Christianity that is, in essence, what they're saying is that God failed. If you, if you think God does everything and is responsible for everything, and that includes the evil, well then, he, if He's in control of everything, He has this earth in a wreck. And you're, then that would be saying He is failing, because if a human can look and go, that's a mess. A, a, a fallible, imperfect human can say, well, that... Whoever's managing that messed up. Oh, it's God. Yeah, he really met. Well, that means he failed. He doesn't fail. It's not God that's doing anything wrong. And so in our lives, it's never God that has failed us, ever, ever. And he's faithful to do his word in our lives. So it's not just for somebody else. Whatever he said, it's for us. Today, 2023, going into 2024, he's faithful to us. He's faithful to me. He's faithful to you. And right there, if we'll just come up and just start saying and believing that, then that will do away with a bunch of the thoughts and attacks of the enemy where he tries to come in the side and say, well, God, God's, God's not coming through for you. Or, well, you just, you're not believing him enough, so... You know, it's just not going to work if we'll just trust God that, God, your word is true, you're doing what you said, and it's working for me, and you stay there, that will solidify us. No, it's, he's not failing. No, I, I am trusting him, and he will do his word, period. And so he's going to be, he is faithful to me right now. It's not that he's going to kick into faithful gear in a little bit. He's being faithful. And so if we'll just agree with that yes. right now, not because, not, not, not be, uh, look at anything we see or feel or anything, but just trust right now. He's faithful. Doesn't matter. He's faithful. I'm going over. I'm coming out. I'm going through. It's God's working right now. He's doing his work. 
that will, that will deal with thoughts and feelings to the contrary. Right there, it would just solidify the fact that God can't change and He hasn't failed and that His Word will work for me, that will bring us through so much. When you have pressure, when you have things that are pushing on you and you want to cry, you want to feel bad, you want to say, I, I don't know how I'm going to make it through, if we just say, no, but God's faithful, He's faithful to me and He's working right now, and just start praising Him. Praise Him. Just say, no, you're faithful. You're faithful. Oh, we all know what it's like to have thoughts coming in like a machine gun. And it seems like all you can do, it's trying to push your, your, your uh, attention off and pull you over here. Sometimes you just have to say things right through that and say, oh, no, Lord, you're faithful. You're faithful. You're faithful. Because it's not God trying to distract you. Those thoughts are not from Him. If they're trying to distract you from God, it's not God trying to distract you from Himself. Well, I'm speaking truth to you. You're like, no, but I'm trying to focus on you, God. Yeah, but you did this, you messed up. That's not Him. I mean, it's that simple, but we listen to it way too much. We'll sit there and listen to it as if God is, you know, keeping us from you know, I'm trying to be in peace. I'm trying, but these thoughts keep, you know, beating me up. And it's, I know, I'm sorry, God. You're not talking to God. That's the devil. He masquerades as an angel of light. He's trying to get you. Well, you know, if you were more holy, he, he's trying. Anything that brings condemnation is not God. God is faithful and He's good. And so if we'll just center up on that and just, oh, Lord, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You can push through and that noise will subside. It will. It has to. That doesn't mean you don't have to push back. That doesn't mean it just, you're just like, stop, stop, stop. No, you have to push through and say, do, replace it. If you're just talking to it, you're, you're making it more real. Instead, put your focus on the Lord and stay, state what He says. Oh, I will go over. God is faithful to me. He always keeps His word. He is faithful and true. God cannot lie, and He's working in my life, and it's going to work out for my good and His glory. From the Merriam-Webster's thesaurus, faithful, some just the way it means, and then some words that are like it. It's, uh, we read this, that it's in the thesaurus as well. Firm in one's allegiance to someone or something, uh, some synonyms, constant, devoted, fast, good, loyal, staunch, steadfast, steady, true, Related words, dependable, dutiful, reliable, tried, trustworthy, unfaltering, unhesitating, unwavering, determined, intent, resolute. Just give, God is, supersedes any of these things. Just one caught my attention while we're going through that. Is God reliable? I mean, Ashes, is he reliable? In other words, if you, there's people that maybe you say, well, you can count on him. Well, can you count on God? I mean, for real. Yeah, you can, we can all say yes and amen, but when you get down, is he more reliable than the most reliable person that you know? For real. Is he trustworthy? 
I'm trying to cut through some religion here because we can say, oh, yeah, you're faithful. But when you get down to it, is he more trustworthy than the most trustworthy person you know for real? In other words, I would trust him. You wouldn't give it a second thought if they told you they were going to go pick something up for you. You wouldn't give it a second thought. But, but if we act like God, I'm just not sure we're showing what we really believe. And what does that mean? It means that it just, it's not a condemning thing. Well, I know, I just don't believe. It means we have to look at it and meditate on it more and just keep our attention there. Oh, no. And, and be sassy about it. Oh, no. God is faithful. He's more trustworthy than any person. He's reliable. So any thought to the contrary, I, I disregard that. No. You, we get so in, that so ingrained in us that we won't listen to anything else. That's what faith is. It's not trying to work up, oh, I'm trying to believe. It's focusing on what God has said and taking it as truth more than anything else. You just focus, say, no, this is truth. And that takes some grit. When you have real things pushing on you, not just some made up, you know, scenario of, well, if you do this, you know, uh, you're in a bad pr- place, but if you just say this and it'll all be okay. No, we understand there's, there's things that can press on you in life that feels like it's crushing. It takes some grit and sass to push back and say, but God's true and he's faithful and he's reliable and I will see it in my life. He's faithful. Everybody say God's faithful. Say this, he's faithful to me. Say he's reliable. Say he's trustworthy. He he does not fail. Jeremiah 1.12 says, Then the Lord said to me, You have seen well, for I am ready to perform my word. I'm ready. I'm ready to do what I said. In other words, why would I have said it if I'm not ready to do it? Right. He, he said it, and we read you, you, that you, uh, one of the definitions is firm adherence to promises. God is the definition of this. He's never broken a promise. He's never been late on a promise. He does what He said. So He's ready. We have what God said, you know He's ready to do it. And so we need to take, so if the thought comes, well, where is it? Then we're not really believing he's ready. We have to say, oh, no, he is, he's doing it. He's ready. He's, no, I will not take that. I will not be pushed back. God, I thank you that you're faithful and you're working. Titus 1 verse uh, 1 verse 2, or Titus 1, 1, we'll read this begin. It says, Paul, bondservant of God and apostle of Jesus Christ, According to the faith of God's elect and the acknowledgement of the truth, which accords with godliness, in hope of eternal life, which God, who cannot lie, promised before time began. It says here, God cannot lie. Why is that so? Because the Bible says that he, everything is upheld by the word of his power. He said, and the universe came into being. Light was. If he breaks his word then what the universe is founded on, I mean, that blows apart. So he, he cannot break. It's, it's, he's not, it, we'll read this here, uh, ver, Numbers 23, 19 said, God is not a man that he should lie. 
nor a son of man that he should repent or change direction. In other words, he was going this way and decided to do this just because. Has he said and will he not do? Or has he spoken and will he not make it good? God cannot lie. He's not a man that he should lie. So if he said it, he will do it, period. He will do it. It doesn't matter uh, what the circumstances are. See, here's the thing. He's God. And if he said it and we act on it, it doesn't matter what anything else says or looks like. God has a way. doesn't matter if we can't see the way. That's, that's immaterial. There's a whole lot of stuff that we can't see, that we don't understand. And, you know, if you've lived long enough, you might have had several experiences with God or just in the natural where you're like, I don't know how this could happen, but then there it is. That's done. You didn't see it coming. What does that have to do with it? We're limited. See, we have to be more convinced of God and His faithfulness to His Word and the fact that He can't lie, He can't break His promise, what He said will happen in my life, and more convinced of that. See, here's what goes on. We have this truth, we believe it, but what circumstances uh, do and what Satan is trying to do to us is get us to release belief in that. To the degree that you are sound in that belief will be the degree that you hold fast under pressure. Just because we believe something does not mean we're not going to be tested in that belief. Satan is trying to, to knock it out of you or me to get us to l- release and go, well, I guess it does. I just don't know why. And so what, when we're talking about looking at the Word, meditating on the Word, it's not a religious exercise. It's so that that becomes more real to us than anything else so that we will not be stolen from. It's just getting in there and being, no, I'm focusing on this to the, uh, just uh, putting everything out of my purview except for this so that I can stand in the face of any onslaught because I'm just so convinced that it's true. So an example is, uh, now don't play any games, I'm, you know, I, I know there's all kinds of weird stuff on the internet and whatever, but... We're talking about basic things here, okay? Two plus two equals what? Four. Four. I know people will be like, well, no, the new math and this and blah, blah. Okay, (laughs) put all that aside. And actually, if you do this theorem and this theorem and blah, 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 and you can actually prove it equals, okay, forget all that. We're talking about if I have two balls and I have two balls here and I put them together, I have four balls. Okay, forget all that. You know, I like math, but, you know, I didn't like theorems and all that junk. And when you get into trying to prove something that isn't, I can see in front of me. We're not talking about that, okay? But when you talk about real, like I have four pieces of paper up here. There's two here, two here, four. That's what I'm talking about. So if somebody tried to convince you in this context, again, not not some wacky, you know, science thing. But if they tried to convince you, no, it's actually five. You, everybody in this room, probably almost everybody, I see some, you know, young, they may not be quite as convinced, but majority of you, 
have lived long enough that if somebody were actually trying to convince you that two plus two was anything other than four, you would reject it out of hand. It doesn't matter how slick they were. It doesn't matter how many times they say it, right? You'd be like, and what? What do you think? I'm stupid. What are you trying to? No, 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 no. They can come back tomorrow. They can come back three months from now. It's four. You idiot. Leave me alone. Right? Because we would be convinced it's so ingrained that if something, I don't care if it's a $5,000 desktop computer, you know, with 128 gig of RAM and, you know, super processor or whatever, if there's something that's trying to tell you two plus two is anything but four, you're saying this is broken. This software program doesn't work. I don't care. It doesn't matter who, how much money it was. It doesn't matter who sold it to you. If, it, if, if two plus two is anything but four, you're like, wrong. It could be a celebrity telling you. It could be a guy with a bunch of degrees after their name, you know, works at whatever, has all this math experience. Two plus two doesn't equal four. Yeah, you're going to tell me some nonsense. No, I'm saying right there, those two things do not, those two plus two does not equal four. I don't, you're wrong. No matter how much teaching you have, you're like, no, I can take two chairs and two chairs. It's four chairs. One, two, three, four. And you can do that all day long. You're not going to break. Are any of you going to break? No, you're not. You are, you're convinced of that. It doesn't matter uh, what anybody says, you are not going to move on that. That is how we have to be with the Word and what God said. You have to get so dogmatic about it that it doesn't matter what happens, what you say, see, what you feel. No, what God said is true. And what happens is we get pushed enough to where we go, yeah, I guess I don't know. I guess it may be five. I don't know. I don't know why it's not working. And if we would just be that convinced, see, that's what meditation is. That's what looking at the Word is. It's not some religious faith thing that somebody says, well, if you do this so many times, it'll work for you. No, it's just becoming convinced that what God said is more true than anything else because God is faithful, period. And so any other answer is wrong. Well, yeah, but there's no way out of this. And still four, he's coming through. Still faithful. Well, there's no way. Nobody else has ever done this. No, he's still faithful. Answer is still four. Period. Yeah, but the way you feel, no, he's still faithful. Just, you, no, he's faithful, faithful. He, there's not one crack in that. He's not changed. Yeah, but look at all the stuff that's going on in the world. And God's still faithful. Hasn't changed from last year to this year, not one bit. You look at it, nothing's different. Yeah, but I just feel like it. He's still faithful. I, that's it. I mean, if, if we get that convinced, then it doesn't matter. We're not ever going to be down. We're not ever going to be distracted and start going in the wrong direction. We're just going to say, oh, no, God, 
He's true. He's faithful. He's coming through for me. He won't, he won't let me down. He's, he's not going to let me fail. I believe him. And then something doesn't quite go your way. We'll see that. No, it's not over yet. He's faithful. See, even when I said that, you say, well, yeah, there is. No, see, that, that's the crack. Because we've been conditioned in the world to be like, well, I mean, look. What does look have to do? it? See, we're putting what we, we see up against what he is. And that's, that's convincing us something. What you feel, I know stuff can feel like, where's God? Look, see, feel. That's the devil's playbook. And he's screaming at you. Look. Oh, yeah, you think God, look. Look at this. And what do you have to do? Look away from that and look to God and say, oh, no. I, nope, your word's true. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look to that. You have to look away from what you see and feel and look to him. That's the only way that you're going to be able to stand. I mean, think about it in our example. If you really started entertaining the thought that two plus two was anything else than four, in some roundabout way, you could probably be convinced of some convoluted thing to where you could be going around going, no, but it actually is five if you know what I know. See, that's what the devil is trying to get. Get us to buy something that isn't actually true and like, yeah, but it, I mean, it kind of is this and all it is is just trying to steal from us. But if we're simple enough just to say, no, God is faithful and he'll come through. And even if I'm looking up through tears and I'm saying, God, I don't know about all this stuff. But one thing I do know is that you're faithful, you are true, and you're coming through for me. And you stay there. God keeps his word every time because he is true. He cannot lie. He's ready to do what he said. Amen.